besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. So the trade is St Kilda receiving Jack Higgins, a first-round pick, which is currently 21, and a future fourth-round selection. Richmond will get the first-round selection that they were after in pick number 17 and a future second-round selection. That and a bit more to talk about with Robbie Dorazio from Connors Sports, who, as always, Connors have been one of the prime movers during this period. Robbie, thanks for joining us on SEN again. Uh, good to be here, guys. Um, just listening to conversations from the Saints, I heard Simon Lethlian talking this afternoon as well. It appears as though... They got there in the end, the two clubs, and it appears as though from an outsider looking in that they worked it out pretty well. Yeah, it's always um, when Blair Hartley's involved in a negotiation and, and Simon Leslie and James Gallagher, you think that um, they'll get in there and work it out. So we had uh, no issues from our end. We just let the guys do their work and um, we signed the dotted line at the end. So it wasn't too bad. And what, Robbie, Sam Edmundy, thanks for joining us. What a picture of St Kilda painted for Jack Higgins. I mean, what made them so appealing for him? First and foremost, he's an old St Kilda supporter, Sammy, so uh, he's really, really excited. I think he's still got the number twelve on his back. Um, but no, look, he uh, he's he's just really excited to play footy. So St Kilda presenting that option, um, he you know he's a little dynamite up forward, and he'll have the ability to go through the midfield um, and complement what they've already got there. But in the end, um, I've known Jack for a long time. He he just wants to play footy, and Richmond um, gave him every opportunity, and obviously he went through his little. Um, his uh, head injury um, that, that, that probably halted his progress. Um, and then to watch Richmond win two flags, probably as much as he loved his, his teammates winning, probably hurt him a bit. So he wants to move on and, and try and create some success for him, himself. How difficult a decision was it for him, though? Because obviously Richmond, at the peak of their powers, the decision to stay and fight for his spot to get that premiership, and as opposed to, to leaving where there's obviously uncertainty, there's no guarantees as good as St Kilda are looking. Oh, it was a tough decision, but Jack and his family sat down and, and as you do, you, you map out the pros and the cons. By no means did Richmond want to lose him. Like mm. um, I, Damien Hardwick was on the phone um, um, to, to Paul and myself regularly and Blair Hartley was, um, you know, they were fighting to keep him. But mm. in the end, um, they're a great team, great culture, and um, they understand um, that they can't keep them all. And um, Jack's at one, you know, they, they'll, Jack's always going to be welcome back to Richmond with open arms, that's for sure. Um, one of the fan favourites. But, yeah, look, in the end, it was a tough decision, but Jack's made it for himself and he's excited. Last one on Jack, Robbie, before we ask you about a couple other of yours. Is there a bit of a a midfield appeal? Sammy sort of asked what role it looks like. Is there an appeal for him to slide through the midfield a bit more at the Saints? Yeah, Jack's got an ambition to become a a midfielder for sure. He's he's got a lot of... um, He's footy craft, you know, better than a lot of of players on, you know, that play through the midfield um, throughout the whole competition. He's just got to get super fit again and um, you know, don't, don't underestimate what he's been through, uh, the trauma through the the, um, the surgeries and things that he had to have. Um, so he'll be able to do a full pre-season now and get fit enough to um, hopefully pinch hit through the midfield and, and become the, and a nice a nice midfielder for the Saints for years to come. Robbie, one of your other clients, uh, as promising as he is, Jaden Stevenson, spoke uh, earlier here on SEN with such maturity and, and there's just been a flood of sympathy, I would call it, for him in the wake of that interview with um, Anthony Hudson and, and Adam Cooney. How did it come to be that North Melbourne was the club? We look at North Melbourne, they've done amazingly well to bring four players in without a coach. So what was the sell for Jaden 
Stevenson there and, and what made that possible? Well, Scotty Clayton, uh, Glenn Luff, Brady Rawlings um, all did a terrific job presenting what it's going to look like. And don't get me wrong, I don't think I've ever traded a player to a club without a coach. So mm. it's been quite <laughs> a unique situation. Um, and I did try and get out of them who the coach will be. Um, <laughs> Got an answer for but, us? Uh, they, weren't, they weren't forthcoming. All right. <laughs> um, no, look, I... Um, I've got I've got a lot of young players at North Melbourne as it stands, and some older players like a Robbie Tarrant, who, you know, he just he's been there forever and a stalwart of the footy club, and then a Luke Davies Uniac or an Aidan Bonner who was in Jaden's draft year, so they'll pick six and and uh, sorry pick four and pick eleven. Jaden was pick six, so I've known the club really intimately for a long time, and um, I just think that in AFL footy we all know nothing's as bad as seems and nothing's as good as it seems. So. You know, rewind three years ago, Dylan Shields picking between Essendon, Carlton and St Kilda. I remember sitting in the meeting and, you know, things were right up to it in their eyeballs. Fast forward three years and St Kilda are now the destination club. So mm. um, things things happen quickly. You know, you hear the names that have been thrown around about the coaches. David Noble, I've known for a long time and he's, a, he's an absolute beauty um, and some others. But um, Jaden liked the fact that he could probably go there as a fresh start, young group and build and just feeling wanted the way they presented to him. He's a kid. He's 21 years old, and you know sometimes just putting your hand around a young man and telling him he's going to be all right is not a bad idea. Talking to Robbie Durazio from Connor Sports, Robbie, this might be a tricky one for you to answer, but for the uninitiated or for those that um, aren't aware or maybe assume he's Jaden Stevenson contracted at a club, what's stopping him what, from going back there and fulfilling that contract? How do clubs put pressure on players to leave, and what made it? you know, if it was impossible for Jaden Stevenson to go back to Colin, what made it hard for that to happen? Oh, well, Jaden could have gone back. And I was talking to Ned up until 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock this or whatever time the, the trade happened, but not too long before, saying this is still an option, we're, we're coming back. Mm. So, um, and Jaden is a, you know, a unique, complex character who I adore, who, um, you know, you heard him talk before. I didn't hear the interview, but I've, I've read some quotes. He wears his heart on his sleeve. He's extremely honest. Um, and even, you know, he'll tell you he probably hasn't had the greatest year and worked hard enough and the hub wasn't great for him. Um, but, yeah, I think that could he have gone back to Collingwood? I think he could have, but it would have been pretty difficult, that's for sure. Robbie, just in closing, holistically, I'm not asking you to comment on Collingwood specifically here. I'm just talking more about longer-term deals. Do you, do you think that we're starting to see the pitfalls of them in some respects. It's obviously your job as the manager to try and get the best deal for your client. You do a very good job of that. But do you think clubs will just start to tread into these five-plus-year deals with a bit more caution? I think so. But I think you've got to remember it's all around um, the old economics, demand and supply. So if you've got a player that is going to demand um, other clubs coming for, he's going to put pressure on the club that he currently stands at or or going to. So... um, yeah, longer-term deals for the star players you'll probably see still happening, but in terms of, um, you know, in terms of a 21-year-old coming, you know, coming back from Perth to, to Melbourne, that's probably where something will be will be done. Where there's going to be a lot of competition, but in terms of the day-to-day deals that you see every day, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they try and scale those back a bit. Robbie, I know you've had a big day, so we'll let you go. Just one last final one. You obviously look after Charlie Curnow as well, the Carlton forward who would have had his surgery by now, I believe, on his latest knee mishap. Have you got any reports on how that went? Yeah, no, he's, he's in good spirits. He's really excited about the um, the surgeon that we saw as a, um, a specialist in in, in, a, in a fracture specialist. So he's, um, yeah, he's really excited and 
Um, actually had a smile on his face this morning when I spoke to him. So um, no, he's he's up and about and really buoyant by um, by the reports off the back of the surgery and really excited about next year. So um, if I'm a Carlton supporter, I'd be pretty happy with the way it went. Good stuff. Great to hear from Carlton supporters on the way out. Robbie, thanks for your time as always. We appreciate it. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Hey, Robbie. Robbie Durazio joining us from Connors Sports. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.